<laughs> What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 187 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett. 7.6. I was going to say, it's now 241. Yes, yes. Uh, 200, episode number 241 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley Scale Modeling. Uh, I'm laughing because it took me forever just to get uh, everything set up. So, uh, we're back and running now. I think we're good. This week, we have James on. He already was talking, so it's just, this is the most messed up episode already. It's, it's, so, it's James, it's James A. Powell. James A. Powell. Yeah, there you go, you got it. I'm all, James I'm, A. Powell. We have a pal that we're really pal, James with. Powell. Different pal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they we like used to play hockey with him. Hockey guy we had, we were friends with, so. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, played hockey. It's very good. Not Can't James. His name's a, not James. A Powell would play it's hockey. Sean Powell. Yeah. So, anyhow. All right. Um, okay, well, it's, well like, again, we said yeah. it once, but it's it's great to see you again, and we're going to uh, cover a lot of ground because we haven't talked to you in Man. a long time since we since This we, before our before break. We left. I'm having yeah. deja vu. Like, we just talked about this. Wait, it seems like we just did this show, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you 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 had a break, and uh, I haven't talked to you since before the break. Right. Yeah. And Jason, but the good thing was that Jason and I did some podcasts while you were on your break. So yeah, yeah. maybe help fill the void a little bit. Oh, I think that was great. And yeah. uh, and you were busy. You've been busy, and we're going to cover a lot of the busy stuff that you've done and the things that you were doing since we talked to you because you did that whole swamp. Thing, which was amazing. We want to talk to you about that Ooh, too. Yeah, we got a we got a book coming out now. So oh, oh yeah, yeah. You said about that. Got it. We got a book coming that's out. That's great. Yeah, that's got to be a big deal. That book it's a uh, it's published by uh, White River, you know, which uh-huh. is uh, uh, the people that publish uh, Railroad Mile Craftsman yeah. and the Open Thirty right. Annuals. They do a lot of history uh, books too. Too, I've noticed they um, do a lot. A lot of railroad books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no, I meant I meant they published um, when my dad and I were in reenacting. They published a book on um, the Gettysburg. Like they came out to the 150th Gettysburg and did a huge photo shoot thing. Oh, really? And they oh, did. Yeah, that was, no, they came out to 149. Right? 149. But they were doing yeah, okay. they were doing the the whatever the sequitennial whatever the 150th Civil War like a photo right. book. And they were like. Yeah, taking pictures of us in certain poses in battle. They had makeup artists and stuff. And they had, oh no way, really? Oh, they put, yeah. they, they picked That's us cool. out. They put we a bullet in my head. Like the hardcore. They put a bullet and, in your head. Yeah, yeah, they did. They put a big old bullet spot in his Bull head. head. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't in a live pose, of course. But I didn't know they did like stuff that wasn't uh, railroad related. That's yeah. Super when you put the link out or the announcement out that you were having your book come out, yeah. I looked uh-huh. up the publisher because I remember hearing that name before, like, and I was like, oh, I know, like I I heard that before. I knew I remember that publisher, and that was that was the same publisher. So it's interesting okay. that they've uh, yeah. you guys have I crossed mean, it, paths. It's got to be they're they're like they have railroad model craftsmen. They have um, rail fan and railroad. They have the narrow gauge and short line gazette, which was huge for people that were like fine scale people um, and narrow gauge people. They have uh, uh, model railroad news, which I used to write for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the ON30 annuals, which used to be done by the people that, that used to publish uh, Model Railroading magazine. I used to write for those guys, too. That's yeah. uh, Chris Lane does those. So they've kind of – They carved the niche out. All these yeah. you know, disparate magazines and made this kind of behemoth. Uh, so they, what they're doing is they're, they're coming up with this Master Craftsman series. So why I'm involved, I have no idea. But um, – <laughs> But there, the first book is on is is on weathering, weathering techniques for uh, for model railroads, and they asked me if I wanted to write an article, and so it's it's basically a compilation of all these, uh, basically like long articles, I guess you could say, and uh, somehow I I got the pup the cover of the book, so that Dang. was pretty cool. Yeah, that's so. a feather. That's a nice feather to put in your cap. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. There's, uh, I think there's like 12 authors, 12 or 13 authors in the book. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really. Well, you're definitely a master craftsman. So, in, <laughs> our, in my, in my, and everybody that knows you as opinion, you're that guy. It would be great to put in there. I mean, so that that's awesome. I had a lot of fun. I mean, I, I've got a lot of ideas for other so, things, things I want to write to. Who else is, uh, I mean, don't go into too many details of what you're writing. Don't give us the spoiler. But um, uh-huh. who you know who else is in the book with you or like what I know you're are you okay? So I don't want to sound completely ignorant, right? But <laughs> I don't. I mean, I am, but I don't want to sound that way. Uh, I don't follow a lot of. I guess you could say like your your model railroader magazine, railroad model craftsman. Yeah, I don't follow a lot of that so i don't know a lot of those model builders yeah it's probably very much like us yeah yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know because so you know my style is kind of in its own thing you know yeah. most most of us guys that are into the craftsman thing it's kind of so honestly we're kind of rogue no the people that are involved i know they're really really good because i saw pictures of a lot of the work yeah and they're very solid model builders. I mean, exceptional. So I'm happy about that. I'm probably the oddball out because they're probably like, who's this? Yeah, who's this guy? guy? Uh, Yeah, but, um, (laughs) you know, I got the cover, so, meh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, you you do have trains, and we saw your trains that were working on your... Sure. Your, but but you're like us. You 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 your true love. I think of, I don't know. I'm speaking for you, but I our true love is the scenery and the structures and scenery and and uh, you know those the fine detail. Yeah, I mean, I and, uh, I like I really do. I mean, if I had room, obviously I don't have room. Yeah. If I had room for a layout, I would love to have something that ran really really well. Yeah, it yeah, was true. done really well. I and I I like operation too. I don't know if I'd really do it, but I I, I just like the the opportunities that like turnouts and and you know sightings and spurs and stuff give you. You know, in foot photography because yeah. it's just not you know a, a mainline track. So I'm into right. that. I would love to do it. I don't have the room for it, yeah. uh, and so I don't. But my main my my biggest love is not even buildings it's scenery right um i i love making buildings but i live love making scenery even more even though i don't have mm-hmm. a ton of room for that 
but I've been able to do some water and, you know, things sure. of that nature. So, um, and I love I'm doing starting it. to get that way where I'm kind of veering off of the, the structures. I mean, I'm still doing structures, but I'm having a lot of fun, especially after that last thing I did with the waterfalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I loved, I loved working with that, putting that, with the rocks and with the earth and the grasses and all the vegetation yeah. and mixing it, it and blending it. Oh, there's, it so there's, fun. there's not a lot of people that, I mean, there's so many people that build buildings, right? Not yeah. a lot of people that do like scenery really, really well. I mean, the cool thing is, is that we have like people like Martin Wahlberg and, and uh, you know, Scenic Express stuff. Ammo's got a bunch of new scenic it it stuff. You know, yeah. But now that stuff's it coming out. It's fantastic. It's so yeah. so much easier to do scenery. But I, I mean, I've loved carving rocks since I was twelve years old. I love it. I mean, I really like it. I mean, I'm doing it large scale now in concrete. You know? <laughs> so I just, I just really like doing that. I have a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, so I think that people that are going to read this book, I think the it's really cool that there's weathering techniques in a book. Mm-hmm. You know, back in 1984, Malcolm Furlow had that weathering, you know, weathering uh, tape VHS that came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's been weathering, you know, ones that weren't as big. You know, Daryl Huffman did one. There's been some weathering videos. Did a couple things, of course. Exactly. Too, so, yeah. yeah. Scotty Mason, I think, was doing one, yep. with, did one with Dave Ravella or something like that. Sure. Um, but as far as a book, for a long time, there has not been a book on weathering. Yeah. And so for that for that to come out, and the way it's laid out is very modern. It's not like your old school layouts of the books that railroads have had for years. It's more like how the Europeans are doing their, like, uh, magazines. Okay. Um, very very graphic almost very like a hot. almost like a ta- like a coffee table book like it's almost a almost yes. a picture book like uh, the diorama like the AK diorama fact books that kind yeah, of thing it's like it's like that or like yeah. ammo has the weathering magazine yeah. yeah um it, it's laid out just like that and that's really nice huge photos you know really good photos so well that's that's I, awesome I, I, so you're not going to get like the uh the grainy school textbook photo of, of how to do the technique. You're going to actually yeah. see some high-res photos. You know, read Model Railroader, and there was, like, the black and white <laughs> screen photos. And there was something like, ah, I can't even tell what it is. But, no, this is going to be a really cool book, so yeah, I'm very yeah. excited. Um, and it's it's on pre-order. It comes – I just got an email. It's actually going to start shipping uh, the end – it sounds like the end of April, early May. Nice. Um, so, uh, I, it's, it's going to be a really cool piece. I can't wait. Well, is there a link to a website where we can give it to the listeners? Wait, oh, yeah, not yet. We'll have to find it, but there definitely is a link for, for doing the pre-orders for the books. Yeah. I, I want to say they're selling it for like 35 bucks. It's going to be a perfect bound book. So it's, you know, it's not a hardback book, but it's right. a nice thick you know, square bind, square edge bound, yeah, and the price there shouldn't matter. I mean, let me let me. Explain it's actually not that expensive. Before you go, before we go any further, is those books we mentioned from Ammo and and AK 
and we we mentioned the quality of what you're getting and what you'll learn out of them. I've gained so much from those books. I have them from both those companies. I have some from some others as well. And I'm telling you, I I had to pay for them. Okay, but and they were in that you know twenty to anywhere from twenty to seventy five dollars or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But every dollar was worth it because I learned so much from it. It it, it helped all those little details that you're getting out of it. You there's so much knowledge in something like that that's written that we're not necessarily gonna get from a YouTube video all the time. We have to keep going back and re rewatching it and you're not getting every angle, you're not getting the detail. But when you read it, something ingrains in your brain. When you yep. read something, yep. and it says, "Hey, I read it. Now I- I'm one of those people. I'll read it, and it sticks here. Yeah. Okay, it fills in back here. I'll visually oh, see it and stare at it and pick it apart with my eyes in a still photo, and go, wow, I, I got that. You know. Mm-hmm. And you may not be able to do that with a video as easily. So th- I, th- I think a book is a- is something that's well underrated." in today's modeling that they need to uh people need to consider that as part of your repertoire of learning new things yes. you know i you get in a library like that yeah i agree 100 percent. i agree 100 percent. i uh and the way that these books are laid out the pictures are big they're super super crisp uh and they're they're well lit you know like a book should be yeah. But it's just the way it's presented. It's so much easier. These aren't books that are, you know, a guy talking about his layout, right? They're talking about the techniques, and this is how you go step by step to do it. But they're not long steps. They're, you know, a couple sentences. Do take your brush. Do this. That's how it. That's how it is. And it's it, at least I know I've I've been able to proofread my article, and I saw the layout, and and it's it's good. It's it looks nice. Cool. And I'm really, really happy with it. So, and I know that the other guys, their their photos that I saw, it's gonna be some, it's gonna be good stuff. It's gonna be well worth it for probably, you know, not just model railroaders like ourselves, right? Any model railroad at all. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be something to get. And you said it's right. only thirty five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. And, yeah. 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 And I, I want to say it's either thirty or thirty five presale, and that's another, I think, five bucks. Still, oh, I yeah. mean, it, it's under forty dollars. That's a box of five prizer figures. <laughs> well, it's, it's a resource. It really is a resource that you can go back anytime. Yeah, so yeah it is. It is. And honestly, yep. it's not that much. It's it's uh, th- yep. that's not that's really not that much for the value that you get out of it. So not at all. Not at all. Sweet. Yeah, that's something we need to talk about in the future here on a on a future episode, Brett. Like is books? Is books and a, and a library of sorts of of. Uh, Mater- reading material or or modeling reading material. There, uh, there's certain must-have books like yeah. that that um, you know at least for me, <laughs> you know, like uh, the Wizard of Monterey book, which is the John Allen book, the hardback book. Yep. You you have to find it, and they're expensive, right? Yeah. And of yeah. course, the pictures were taken pre 1973. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yep. Um, they're all the- sepia. Pictures. We got the no. Howard's Zane. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now. The Howard's Zane yeah. book. Um, the oh, uh, another one. Oh my God! You know the uh, narrow gauge railroad you can build by Malcolm yep. Furlow. Yeah. Dad, uh, is that Howard Zane one that we bought out at at Tommy's? He had like yeah. a tractor trailer of him. 
<laughs> yeah, he gave it. Howard gave it to us. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he told. He said, "Go over there and pick it up." He said, "Go to he Tommy's told and Tommy pick it up." Was ready. Yeah. <laughs> anybody, anybody that likes structures. Yeah. That and they don't know. I mean, I I would think that most people that listen to this know about Howard Zane. Yeah. But that guy and his scratch built styrene structures. It's yeah. mind blowing. Unreal. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's mind blowing. Yeah, he, it's incredible. The guy, the guy is. You know, and he's he's one that's kind of in that craftsman vein. But when he builds these things, yeah. they're perfect. Yeah. And they, yeah, but they're gorgeous. He's the, the styrene whisperer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So yeah, so that the book's coming out. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, we're gonna when it's out and where we can pick it up and everything. You'll get us that information. I'm sure you'll post it on Facebook and other places at the time. Um, I never post then, on Facebook. Come on. <laughs> well, we will share that, of course, and we'll we'll share that as much. as I don't we can see it anymore I, on Facebook. Uh, James. Get it out there for everybody. So. <laughs> I don't. You know. Uh, so I deleted. I deleted it, so I don't see your. He's Facebook. out of Facebook. Oh, he, thank God. He's wondering why Facebook was so much nicer now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to see my ugly mug anymore. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: is people delete. He still it, does but, our Facebook for Wileys. Yeah, 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 for the Wileys. You know. Yeah. People delete it, but I, I get so much out of seeing what other model builders are doing. I know. That's the reason I and, have it. And you get to stay current with them, and you talk to them, and you you know. I I know. I, You're going to guilt I me. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. No, yeah, everybody's like, screw Brad. Who wants to talk to Brad anyway? No, I did keep – I made a bur- – so before I deleted it, I made a burner account, and uh, I use it did. to manage my work pages. Okay. So well, I have you, that, but it's only on my work but you, laptop. But you do have a TikTok now. But I have a TikTok. <laughs> yes. There's a Wiley's TikTok. Yes. I want to talk about that because I you know. I uh, see, hey, there is a there is a Dirt Spot 7 TikTok. And there is. Yeah. Yeah. I got over, over 7,000 followers now. I'm we have. Crazy. I think we're catching up to you. We have a. Uh, we you have, have 60, 68. 12. <laughs> Not 6,800. I'm at 60. I'm at, I'm at 69 now. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm I'm new to it. I'm just starting to learn it myself. And uh, so we'll. Oh yeah, that's a know. fun. That's a fun story of uh, of teaching my teach teaching me. my dad trying trying to teach my dad how to make a TikTok video. Yeah. That's yeah, a. Well. <laughs> So let's talk about our TikTok pages real quick, if you want, if you don't mind. So, because I see yours, I see yours come up constantly, and it's you working. Yeah, well, I think it's just it's my algorithm. Oh, Um, but the thing is, never like my videos. That's what really I do all the time. Do you? I think so. Yeah, I know I do. I can't. Well, see, here's my thing. I don't want to hit like seven in a row, and then you're like, "What the hell's Brett doing? Blowing up like he's creeping me out. He's blowing up my page." Uh, I am sexy though. Yeah, the way the way that you run that brush over the that concrete to make the, the texture on that log, it just yeah. it just I can't help but hit that like button. <laughs> it's so smooth. Yeah, you need to pl- you need to do it to like some smooth jazz like. What is, what is are that? twisted people, man. Mylers are twisted people. Hey, is that ASMR? Put on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Microphone? You should yeah. do an ASMR video where you're putting texture on the concrete. 
Yes. Uh, people have asked that. <laughs> I was thinking even different. You should put some like Barry White on some real like sensual smooth, slow tunes and 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 uh, and paint the, Brett the Brett concrete. Brett makes videos that you scratch your head over and go, hmm, <laughs> okay, what's he driving at it's here? Like, right? It's something about eating Cheetos or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like laughs> oh, it's the cheese tax. Okay. Anyway. Oh yeah, cheese. <laughs> cheese tax. I'm like. What does this have to do with anything? It doesn't. But it's our, you know, it, it's TikTok. Nothing, ha- nothing makes sense. It's viral, on, right? Nothing no. makes sense on TikTok. Yeah, I, and usually the ones that are goofy like that are the ones that go, they, they, people go apeshit over. They, you know? I, so, yeah, I, I put one up like, uh, what was it? I was flying to Atlanta and I looked out the window and I saw these blue lights and it was somewhere it was a reflection from inside the cabin but i could only see green lights in the cabin but in the window there was blue lights which wow, was really wow. weird That's so i filmed strange. it it was it was odd i i yeah. looking everywhere for blue lights no blue lights just green so i filmed it and it got like 100 and some thousand views <laughs> And people were arguing, oh, that's reflection in a window. Oh, it's it's a balloon. It's a balloon. It's Project, a Chinese Project balloon. Blue Beam and all this stuff. <laughs> like, it's, chemtra- it's what the chemtrails are made out of. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was the weirdest thing. But, yeah, it's it's that oddball crap people latch onto. And, yeah. Yeah, so. But so, I, think it's, I think it's good because it's quick and easy. They're fast. They're usually short videos. Um, and you can, you can drive a short message, try and keep people just, if, if for nothing else, uh, we've used them for some of the recent models that we built and it's a quick inspiration for people and then it's off, you know, yeah, you're not I, wasting a lot of time unless you suck into, unless you go down a rabbit hole in there, which is easy to do. And you end up watching a cat video and, uh, you know, a donkey riding, a skateboard or something, you know, I mean, so exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, donkeys riding skateboards. Are they they're, they balance really well? Yes, <laughs> they got a nice low center of gravity. They work well they on do. skateboards. They do. <laughs> um, but but, but yeah. I want I wanted to kind of talk about a lot of the I wanted to quickly talk about the subject of a lot of your TikTok videos, which is that outdoor project you're working on. Yeah. Um, can you kind of give us a little bit of a of a rundown on that if if people yeah, aren't familiar with that. it? Because okay, I'm I am completely okay, invested. I'm invested yeah. in that whole thing. So, how weird am I? Uh, very. Uh, so <laughs> my wife wanted an outdoor kind of palapa patio, mm-hmm. right? And I really started getting into this sculptural carving of concrete uh, to make rocks, to make trees, things like that. So I said, I want to take this sculptural concrete carving and make a patio with it. <laughs> So I came up with this. I've always really liked Indiana Jones and stuff like that. Mayan ruins, Aztec ruins. So I said, I want to make a jungle ruins patio in the backyard. While I was doing that, I thought, well, since my model railroad, the Dirt Spot 7, has Bergen Island. And the the story of Bergen Island was that they found these ruins on Bergen Island – from the Bergens that lived there a long time ago. I want to make this thing into the Bergen Island jungle ruins full size in my backyard. So it's like taking model railroading and making it full size in my backyard. So I've sculpted what amounts to a, um, 
a really, really weird thing, and I've got some <laughs> odd comments with it. So, uh, you know, it's four corner posts. It's going to have a thatched roof. I started working on the roof, but it's all sculpted concrete. It looks like, uh, you know, yeah. stone ruins with a tree coming up on one corner and vines wrapping around beams. And It's amazing. It's, it's cool. It's, it's badass. I mean, I work in the theme park world, right? Yeah. So it, it's right. kind of what I do. And, uh, I've had a lot of fun. With well, and what's cool is can when you back up. Can we back up a second? Yeah. You said your wife wanted this patio. <laughs> yes. this patio. Now, when you chose this theme, yes. Was she was she all about that type of theme, or did you just say, "Hey, I'm doing this theme. We're gonna do this, but we're doing it. We're doing this theme." Or well, did, what did she feel about this theme? She is from a very from central Mexico, and it's very. A lot of foliage. Very. She loves beaches. She oh. loves like jungle themes. So I wanted to somehow bring some of that jungle to her in yeah. her backyard. So that's why I. One of the main reasons why I did that. So nice. she loves it. Oh yeah. Oh. No, oh. Okay. Loves. Cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I was like, I, it, does his wife like the design? No. I mean, I think it's amazing. But you she's know, like, girls are the damn thing. Is it done yet? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, she's, you know, it's, it has been, it's been a good six months. Yeah. And it's made a big mess, right? <laughs> you're doing concrete in rain in your backyard. <laughs> it's going to be a muddy mess. Oh, and, that's true. You're getting crazy rains. Oh, I had, yeah. I had thing tarped up, completely covered under tarps for like, Two months. I did see some of this <laughs> like do the concrete in the rain because it has been raining since November in California, and yeah. it is. I mean, I'm not going to complain. We you have complain. that, and then we and have. It's always drought. Yeah, and then it rains, and everybody complains that there's rain. But this has been exceptional rain. You know, I'm from Ohio, and it rained all the time there. Yeah. This is more rain than we ever. Well, had. and we had the opposite winter where we had like no rain, no snow, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we had like an inch of snow all year, which is weird for up here. My, so a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine just left, moved <laughs> out of North Carolina, uh, right out of Charlotte, and he moved to. I talk to him every day, um, and he moved to uh, Carson City, Nevada, right? Because uh, his because of his wife's job. And no. It's not going to be. Ter- it's, I don't think it's overly terrible, terribly far from where you are. No, but, it's not. It's you yeah. know, it's a number of hours. But he's getting hammered with snow. Oh, and he's like, oh my gosh! And he's I, he's I, like over seven or eight foot of snow already. He's had it with snowing again this morning. And and he told me, he goes, well, I had to. He moved there in the summer. He goes, I haven't bought a snowblower yet. It's a beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's an amazing piece of property. It's sure. it's great. His his yard sits with all the mountains are, come right to his backyard. He gets um, he gets mountain lions and bear in his oh, yard and uh, so all over the neighborhood. Cool. Yeah, it's amazing. But well, but, he's not far know, from the weather's incredibly nuts there. Right? He's not far from Lake Tahoe and, and they yeah, like they, sixteen feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's yeah. had five, they've had five hundred inches of snow this year. Yeah. yeah. No, they, yeah. at any time, <laughs> like they've had like sixteen to eighteen feet on the ground. <laughs> That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. The, well, so he'll that, he'll see his grass in he'll see his grass yeah. in September just in time for the snow to start again. Oh yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> but so the, all the lakes are getting filled up. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's good great. though. It's good. But it is it is good. It's it's good. 
But now I do want to say um, one thing stop. about your backyard now. Yeah. When when or if mm-hmm. you ever do end up selling the place, that is going to be the most interesting Zillow listing for that house ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can put it on TikTok. <laughs> I put it on the Wiley's TikTok and maybe get you a couple more followers. Yeah, there you go. Here's a question for that because, yeah. say, your neighbors, I mean, obviously they can see it from your yards, their yards and stuff. Have they made comments? Uh, who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit, anyways, right? I, I, I honestly, I honestly think in my heart of hearts, I think who gives a shit? Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It's my property. I know right. there's all kinds of rules. Right. People ask about HOAs. We don't have an HOA, you know. Yeah. Of course, everybody, you know, has, has, has their comments. I look at it and go, this is me. This is yeah. what I do. Yeah. This if is I was your neighbor, I'd be going, when are we coming over and have a <laughs> beer under that thing? Yeah, they, right? they do. They're like, oh, my God, this is gorgeous. Yeah. That thing's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. But the people online are like. This one guy says, this one guy is, is, you know, just to say, we all know how crazy people are online. He says, that thing is such a freaking eyesore. And I said, well, yeah, okay. I planned it to be, you know. And he said, you're just spoiled. Oh, my God. Spoiled. You're doing it yourself. (laughs) I've been carrying bags of cement (laughs) for six months, you know, in the rain. Yeah. Hand mixing concrete in buckets and i'm spoiled well you're we wonder why we wonder why uh brett canceled his 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 facebook (laughs) but at least you're getting a good arm and uh core workout with it too oh dude you know what i'll tell you what i have lost a lot of weight there Uh, you go been drinking nothing but you know perrier waters and bubbly waters and that's it no soda and and it's a it's a workout and i'm doing it at work too Yeah. yeah so it's but I, I love it. Yeah, I'm just it's creating. It's just like model railroading for me. It feels the same. I love it. It bums me out because I haven't been working on the models. Okay, but I'll eventually get back to that. You know, I'll be done with this fairly soon. Um, so we're we're getting there. Yeah. But, uh, okay. The design on this thing. Yeah. Where where's that coming from? I mean, uh, you, well, you I, I saw you carved in some of the stones. You have like. I don't want to say hieroglyphics, but ever there's designs on them. Where is it, that coming from? It's it's influenced by Mayan designs and Mayan mm-hmm. ruins, Aztec designs and Aztec ruins. But I just make them up in my head and just start carving. There's no uh, blueprint. There's no, none of, no none of it. What's that? I, said, I just said no kidding. Yeah, I just make yeah. it up. I mean, it's not. It doesn't come from anywhere. It's just my okay. crazy thought process. I made. There's one pillar that's a a pock fish from my railroad from all the fishing that was done on the yeah. seven, you know, it, it's just that, I don't know. It's, it's like, if you can see inside my brain, that's what it looks like. And it's, pretty <laughs> scary, but it's like a flat. It's like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. It's just a crazy. Um, it's a crazy representation of his thoughts. Yeah, nobody well, ever said to him, well, oh, <laughs> I don't like the way you did that. Well, yeah. You're spoiled. <laughs> James, you're spoiled. That's what it is. If, if you know about his history, they did. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, far and away my favorite favorite architect. I've been to Falling Water numerous times. You know, yeah. I, I, I love Franklin Gray. Um, but uh, I I think it's going to be a really cool piece. I I don't know. You know, I I'm gonna hopefully be in that house for a long time. 
even if I move, I'm not going to sell it, right? Right. Because uh, it's been a good, decent investment where it's at. Um, but I, I, I want to build another building that kind of looks similar, but that's where I want to put my railroad. Oh, cool. Okay. I went through a couple iterations of what it's going to be. Um, On the same property? Even, even Jason Jensen said, you need to make it a ruins when you make your shed for your layout. You need to make it match the patio. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to do like Walt Disney's kids' uh, playhouse in his backyard that he built for his kids because it's very unique. And I was going to do his Carrollwood barn that he had his railroads in. Um, and I would love to do that, but it wouldn't make any sense with the Jungle Ruins. <laughs> no, I think it'll be cool. You can build a, you know, have you ever seen that commercial for the She Shed? You can build your He Shed finally. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, have well, you seen I, that I, one? The sh- that. My she shed's on fire. Did you see that? Am I <laughs> am I talking to myself here? But you are. But that's no, okay. I don't know what you're talking. All about. right, never mind. Your she shed's on fire. The she it shed. Never mind. It's it's. Oh. We're not going down that rabbit hole. It must be a the, um, thing. <laughs> the uh, the shed. If you would do that, and you could. Now, obviously, you've done that um, with your dirt spot seven. The whole thing it would yeah. match. What you've done with the gazebo? Is it a gazebo? What is it? Is it? A, it's like a gazebo. Patio, patio. Yeah, yeah kind of like yeah. that. But but you 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 could if you you know you building a building like that would give you the space you need for a layout. Now my head's thinking you could expand. What if you were going to build a layout? Would yes. you build it off the continuation of that theme that you had with your with your. Uh, Dirt Spot Seven thing you've done with the would with the I sign? Yeah, well, yes, that? I would build two layouts, and and I have another layout now. We'll have to talk about that too. Okay, um, but uh, would I do it? I would. Yes, I would keep the Dirt Spot theme because there's this whole like swampy area that I built a diorama for for the book. Yeah, um, there's a whole like beach area, um, deep water. Uh, harbor so yes i would like to expand upon that i would love to uh one thing that i i think i kind of pigeonholed myself though a little bit because of the story um and i i wish i would have done it in on 30 instead of hon 30 um just to make things a little bigger i'm really these these fn3 scale things that i've been making these cars and whatnot um i'm sure you saw like i had a I made like a work car. It's like a bunch of tools and stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, that was amazing. That's that's for the Sundance Central Railroad that we can talk about here in a minute. But um, I really, really enjoy working on that big stuff. Yeah. I really enjoy it. And, uh, and why? And why is that, James? Because it's easier to see. <laughs> <laughs> you can add more detail, yeah. right? And you take photos of it, and you go, "Holy shit, that's." Wow. Wow. You know, um, I I really like what I've done with that scale. And I do really, a lot of detail with that. Um, yeah. And, you know, we I, a friend of mine in the Central Coast of California, in Paso Robles, California, just bought Dave Ravella's, well, the Suncoast Centers. It wasn't just Dave's, but his Sunday and Central Mall Railroad. Yep. That many people have seen. It's been around the country. It's been to narrow gauge conventions. Um, you guys were on there on one yeah. of their podcasts. Yeah, yeah, those right? guys are great. Yep. Yeah. So, so buddy of mine 
bought that. I'm kind of, he is kind of put me, I don't want to say in charge, but kind of the design of how it's going in the building and, you know, what we're going to add to it. And we're going to add mountains and I mean, it's going to be crazy. So I've been building all these cars to go onto that railroad. Um, and I really love it. I mean, that thing, I, I, you guys didn't go down to Florida to see it, right? No, no, we, they invite us down then COVID hit. They closed it down. They, then, then it was nothing. They closed it all down then. And then they were done. Yeah, you know, it, we had an invite it, to go down. They wanted us to come down, and they wanted us to do clinics there. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, well, and I think we talked did. to them. I think we talked to them like that December or January of nineteen yeah, or like twenty two months before it happened. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, I would have loved it, to. It's a unbelievable railroad. Unbelievably good. I mean, the detail on that thing. First of all, it's it's F scale, so it's yeah. giant, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 basically narrow gauge, it's G scale, but in narrow gauge. You know, yeah. that's 20, 20th, twentieth, uh, twenty dot three, twenty point yeah. three scale. Um, and the detail you can put in that scale is unreal. Um, I really, really enjoy working in it. It's it's big, and it's not something you could easily build at your house. Which there yeah. are people that have layouts. I know a guy in Fresno that has a huge layout. In F scale, yeah, in F scale, Dang. Um, and it's pretty, it's fairly well done, uh, but it's still, it's nothing like the Sundance. The Sundance, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing, and I think that uh, it's going to be the cool, the cool thing is, is the place where it's being put is in the center of this. It's a place called Tin City, right? And Tin City is this very, it's a very well known. Uh, wine making um, it started out as an industrial park and basically over time my buddy Mike he owns all the buildings and he started leasing them out to all these winemakers and then beer uh, beer brewers and there's a couple restaurants there's a, a, a Michelin starred restaurant in this place so it's oh, a wow. tourist attraction sure it's a, a wine tourist attraction in wine country so they get hundreds, if not thousands, of people per weekend there. That's so cool. Very high end, but the Sundance and the railroad part of it is all going to be part of this. It's going to get exposure, and people are actually going to see it the way yes. it needs to be appreciated. Is what you're yes. trying to say? Well, I mean, the Sun Coast. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. That, place that Dave built was fantastic. Oh with, yeah. With Monster City, we did some work for him. Uh, his his stage where he had the modelers workshop where you could go up and do your clinics, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yep. We built that for him. Uh, it was so well done. The lighting, everything was impeccably done. He didn't yeah. miss a beat with it. Right. Um, and I don't want to no. keep saying he. And I didn't mean that. I meant now that it's no longer there, you're mm -hmm. taking an amazing piece and you're going to, it's not going to sit and collect no. dust and shit in some warehouse or so like, somebody that doesn't take care of it. It's going to be appreciated by other people. Instead yep. of dying, like, and that's like awesome. San Juan Central did in New Berlin at Paul's Hobbies, yeah. um, you know that, that's. I what remember they, New Berlin. That's right down the street from me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's Hobbies. I don't yep. know if you ever went there. Yeah, it was, it, was in a, it was in a little caboose thing or a railroad car. They had a couple yeah. railroad cars, and then there was a building beside yeah. it. But yep. yeah, yeah, I, I lived mean, like twenty minutes from there. You know, um, you know, Malcolm Furlow just just passed away. Yeah. last week right mm -hmm. 
we're going to date this podcast, but he just passed away. Right. And he, he was, I mean, since the time I was 12 years old, that guy was, I, it seems weird, but he was like a hero to me. Yeah. I influenced so much of what I do. He influenced my career. I grew up on his book. I learned on his book. I mean, the, the photography, you know, and a lot, he got, he got a lot of ridicule because it wasn't prototypical what he did. Yeah. But what I loved about it was the artistry. And and that dude was cool, man. He played in a band. He was a ball record. He played (laughs) Disney, you know, That guy was cool, right? Yeah, yeah. He definitely so, set this. He set a bar that, you know, influenced a lot of people for decades after. You know, so was, he he influenced the artist people. Yeah, what he, he really did. And he had a style that was not replicatable. My dad and I were talking about this on the phone the other day. It was a yeah. style that was unique. Like yeah. when you saw it, you knew what you were looking. You knew whose work it was. You yeah. you did you did, and he, uh, you know. He had the San Juan Central. It sat in Paul's Hobbies. It, I, I'm, I, I'm glad that I bought it and, and helped fix it up. Uh, and then Charlie got it. I sold it to Charlie, Charlie Getz. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, he eventually, part of what we were talking about, part of the agreement was when you're done with it, you need to donate it to the NMRA or to a museum. So it's in the, the, the NMRA section of the California railroad museum in sacramento um and it's great but it's under a glass glass it's in a plastic box basically yeah yeah and that's the thing is the san juan is going to be operating people are going to be able to see it right you know it's not going to get locked up in this plexiglass box and never get um but yeah i'll I'll tell you what it's surprising how much when I heard that furlough passed away. That actually affected me um, because I, I just as a kid, man, I saw I was doing I was making train sets, you know, just yeah. really I had like a couple pieces of plywood and we had an old a old bar that was in our basement, a building <laughs> bar. And I put a piece of plywood up there and we ran tracks. It was on this crazy, super steep, like 30 percent grade. You could never run anything. on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but once I watched the videos, the model railroader videos, and I saw that San Juan Central part of that video, I wore, I wore that damn tape out. Yeah, I watched it over and over, and that's when my my mom said, "You need to do, you should do something more like this, like a right. railroad, something artistic." And that's what got me into actually model railroading was that layout, and that story has been repeated time and time and time again. I've heard so many people say, man, I, I do what I do in model railroading because of Malcolm Furlow. Right. The first yep. book I bought was Malcolm Furlow's San Juan Central book, How to Build That Thing. And I I bought that book. Um, I, I decided I was going to try model railroading and get into it. Mm-hmm. And I had just got married. And I that was the very first book that we bought. That I bought, <laughs> and then I bought uh, Dave um, Ferrari's Dave two Ferrari's books. book. He mm-hmm. had his two ma- magazine type books. They were nice, yeah. Yeah. and those were the three books I had mm-hmm. for the longest time, mm-hmm. and they were like bibles to me. Oh, and then my railroader ran into George Selyus, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh my God, oh. That's it. right there, that's it." And he Same climbed. thing happened to me. 
and you combine all three of those influences, and you're like, holy cow. I, yep. I, there's, there's some amazing stuff we can do. Yep. You know? Yep. That, that's and, exactly uh, what happened to me. I saw, you know, I saw uh, Malcolm's last project layout was the Carbondale Central in Model Railroader. And it was, you know, had a lot of big buildings and stuff. And then right after that, I saw I saw the uh, the Franklin South Manchester, mm-hmm. and it put like this Malcolm Furlow yet George Sellios esque and kind of combined them. Yeah. And, then, and I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest. It was like an overload. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was overload. I yeah. mean, both the, both the San Juan Central book and. The uh, that fabulous Franklin South Manchester book. Yeah, I, I have it up there too. <laughs> I've had probably four copies of each. I mean, just because I have looked through those things so much. Dog-eared pages falling out of them. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't, especially before the internet. You know, before you yeah. could go on and find pictures. That was you your know? Instagram. That w- that was yeah. So it was like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm making this. I'm making that. This is how. If I do have, you know, as a kid, it's like if I could get the money or if I had the space or if I, I I'm doing this. You know? Well, and my what's funny is when I was younger and I remember looking at my dad's Franklin and South Manchester book. When you're when you're starting out or you're younger, um, the first thought is like, I'm gonna do that. You know, mm-hmm. it's I'm gonna make yeah. that. We're gonna make that. And then so you see the scoop of it. And then when yes. you get, and then when you get a little older, and you actually, you know, have responsibilities, you go, "How did he make that?" <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, it's like mind blowing. I, I have a question for you, since you were involved, you know, with owning, um, having a part to do with the San Juan Central. Yeah. Okay. I obviously saw it through the books, but I, even yeah. though it was at Paul's, I don't remember seeing it in there. And when I went down there, that's when I first got into the hobby. I used to go down to Paul's, and I, I guess it was there. I don't remember. I didn't know enough about the hobby and all that at the time. But tell me this, and, and, and this is how I felt when I saw George's in person, okay, when I saw the Franklin South Manchester person. And I'm guessing that this is the same way you you saw the San Juan Central, is when, I mean, you saw the books. Obviously, you started with the books just like me. And then you saw the photos, but you only see those photos. And then when you see the whole thing, and then you're like, oh, my God, that shit wasn't in the photo. You that tingle. The you photo. tingle a little oh bit. God, yeah. Look well, at that. Right? I, I, I actually I first saw it in the videos. Okay. Right? So I had an idea of the scope, the size of it, you know, right. which it's hard to, harder to tell in the books. Sure. Um, and, yes, with Celios's layout, that thing is so – immaculate and so pristine and so clean yeah i the first time i saw celios layout still had all the big buildings you know it was years and years ago Mm -hmm. and it was like looking in the pages of the book right it was like but with the san juan central i couldn't even tell i didn't know if it was the same railroad oh wow because the ceiling had started collapsing in that room there was plaster all over it. It was covered with a layer of dust. Uh, like, you wouldn't believe... Everything was gray. It was in disrepair. Uh, I was just like... I just drove from Cleveland <laughs> to buy this thing. Because, I, you know, I was buying it pretty much sight unseen. Right. You know, I called them up. They said they had it. I said, okay, I'm buying it. Give me a credit card. Here it is. You know, I'm buying it. I have to have it. 
you know, yeah. I show up and I was like, holy crap, this isn't what I remember for any of the pictures. So, so, so I had to start comparing. I had the book with me. I'm like, well, this is definitely it. it this yeah. is the, the layout. Yeah. It's just in really bad shape. And so, you wanted to walk up to this people and go, what? Oh, my I, God. Slap across the face and go, what the, what were you thinking? So, so can I, I ask, I, can I ask, go go ahead. what was the, and then if you, I'll let you finish what you're saying, but what was the repair or restoration process with that then after you had, you know, you had it in your hands and you could, you or whoever else you had helping you um, kind of yeah, get it buddy, back to that? My buddy Andy and myself, um, so first things first is one of the things that when you see that layout, Malcolm built that layout like Jason Jensen builds his layout. Everything is for photo composition. Okay. Right? From, you know, how Jason will place his buildings and he'll stare at them and look, go walk around and make sure that photographically everything is balanced. There's, you know, vanishing points. When you take a picture and he does it with his colors, that's how Malcolm composed that layout. It was composed like a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. What the problem was was that he he had used things like trees, rock spires, things of that nature on the layout that weren't there. The trees had been broken; they were gone. You know, let's say that layout had a hundred trees on it. When we got it, it probably had forty. Okay. Um, that you know that added to the composition. In the back, there were some rock spires that added to the force perspective of the trains in the background. They were gone. There were things like that that... So it looks completely different than what it was intended to. It looked very flat, almost like a tabletop layout. It did have the big the big trestle, uh-huh. right? Um, and, and so going through the book, you could see, okay, this is it. This, you know, this building, the engine house was completely broken. You know, it was just laying there in parts. Remember that. Yep. It, there was so it was just it was not uh, there was I remember in the video he he talks about I'm trying to get this feeling of tin cup and you know like the the old mine up on the hill and the ore buckets kind of sagging in the wind you know those ore buckets they were on the layout but they weren't sagging in the wind anymore yeah <laughs> you oh know my gosh James so it was a huge undertaking I mean just cleaning it up. And and so and that's one thing that, you know, when he passed away, all these people were saying, oh, my God, Charlie, you saved it. You saved it. And I'm like, Charlie did. He bought it from me. But, man, I'm glad I bought it because it would have been probably thrown away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you had to feel when you went there, James, you had to feel when you showed up after not seeing it and then bought it. And then you got there. You had to feel like that guy that goes to. (laughs) That works for the rescue, the dog rescue place, and they, the people have been kicking the shit out of that dog, and he looks boundless. Wow, you went dark. Blown away, and then he, yeah, and then you, you took him and made him better. I mean, you had to feel when you got there that, oh my god, I. It's a rehab. It. I it's a complete rehab. This. Well, well, yeah. I, once I, I got there, I that guy. I had, you know? I yeah. had paid the deposit, so once I got there. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to 
rebuild the city. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the pictures in the book, and I'm thinking, oh, this is the, yeah. You're oh, it's- you're driving there, going, I'm gonna get this awesome thing. I remember I what it looked like. <laughs> I mean, I I thought it was going to be, I'm gonna take it, bring it back home, set it up, and I'm gonna have the same one central. It right. was that at all. It hey, was- but you know what though? That adds to the story of it now, where yeah, you know, this is what it went through, and like, look at it now. It's it's in it, you know, it's in its prime again. It's the way it should I, look. I want people to know that because it, it there was a lot of work put into that thing. Now, do you have photos? Want- did you keep a photo record of the restoration? We 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 did a we did a really really shitty video <laughs> that we actually sold right. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, it, but I went back and I found a copy of it, and I went back and looked at it. And Daryl Huffman said, "Hey, can I can I get a copy of it so I can digitize it and put it on YouTube?" Uh-huh. And I love that guy to death, but I told him, "Oh, Daryl, we're not doing that. We're not doing <laughs> awesome. it. it's that bad. It's it's so bad." You watch it now, and you're like embarrassed about. <laughs> no, if we're talking because I wanted to edit it digitally, right? This was in 1996. Okay, so. They had just starting doing doing nonlinear editing, which before it was all you know it was all using editing machines and, and all that. Yeah. And so we wanted to do it in the computer, but all the equipment to do it was insanely expensive. Yeah, you weren't picking up a nineteen dollar a month Premiere Pro. No, no. We, so we had to go buy the <laughs> the audio or the video card, the input card. We had to buy a one gigabyte. Seagate ultra ultra wide SCSI hard drive, right? To get enough bandwidth to get that video onto the drive. And when we look at what we produced with it, it is the most glitchy pile of crap video you could possibly imagine. <laughs> so now, nah, if they all burn and you know um, and nobody ever sees them, I I don't care. But Daryl that- is a great guy, by the way. What's that? Um- I think Daryl is a wonderful, wonderful guy. What a miler, too. Awesome. Yeah. Daryl, awesome guy. And I he, mean, he, he really, he loves all the other milers. He loves no. seeing the other milers work. He sent me a he's book a communi- one time. He we is were, a community guy. He loves yeah, everything he did, everyone does. He, uh, we, did, we were showing photos of our waterfront and stuff, and I was doing some waterfront stuff. Well, just a lot of our layout. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about it or whatever, and he sent me this book on evolution of the wooden ship and it has <laughs> the book is a he said you have to have this book i have a copy here i'm going to send you the book and it is an amazing book and it taught me so much about the sea life and everything and he wants he's about he's one of those guys that it's about the education of what you're building 100 percent. yeah and uh, I, and i love that you know daryl is so. yeah, it's funny daryl daryl used to live in San Luis Obispo, I, I worked there. He lived in Fresno. I lived there, you know, before he ever lived in Alaska. Now he lives in Idaho. Um, Daryl is a fantastic human being. I love Daryl to death. And he is. He will share any information he, he can possibly share yep. with anybody. Yep. And that's what the hobby needs, that kind of people. That's right. Yeah, yep. right. Absolutely. But uh, – so yeah, that's so, that's a cool story with the San Juan, and and, it's, and it's a 
and it's it's timely that we talked about it like that we did. I don't want to get into that too much because we don't want to base our show on what happened. Okay, no. but it's uh, but yeah, I think that's 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 pretty awesome because I never heard that story before, and now I'm kind of angry about how what you ended up. Having to see when you got there, I, I, I kind of wish I was along with you so I could have went and raised hell. Oh, <laughs> I, I, it was, it was odd because I, I had to question: Is this, you know, if you see a layout, even if you you take your layout, right? Yeah. And you take some buildings off or whatever, you'll look at it and go, "Okay, that's my layout." You know, yeah. yeah. Some trees are missing. That's my layout. I had to look at this thing and go. I don't know if this this is it. Is this there just advertising? Did somebody build one from the plans in the magazine? Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought right. when I saw it. Maybe somebody built it, and you know they tried to copy it because a lot of people have. I mean, yeah. hundreds of people did it. Sure. Uh, it and maybe that's what happened. And I was thinking, man, I was really let down. And then you know, obviously, it ended up being the real thing. You know, we right. got the whole backstory and kind of the provenance of where it went and right. Model Railroader magazine gave it away as a sweepstakes prize. Jeez, and I, I remember I, that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, how cool! And here, here's an interesting, interesting tidbit. The guy that won it wasn't really—he was a model railroader, but he was into live steam. So he traded it to another guy for a live steam locomotive. You know, and those aren't cheap, mm-hmm. right? So at the height of its popularity, so it was in Texas, right? Um, at the height of its popularity, somebody from Australia, this is crazy, but this is what Malcolm told me, and I will keep him to his word, RIP, right? Uh, he said that somebody got a hold of him because they thought he owned it. They didn't know that Kalmbach owned it from australia and offered him three hundred thousand dollars this is in 1984 oh yeah in the layout yeah exactly so how many times did it change hands yeah Uh, you know what it reminds me of the movie the violin i don't know if you ever saw the movie the violin (laughs) where where it it goes from place to place to place it has a different gets a different story and different people are owning it yeah that's what it reminds me of yeah, the uh, it. I believe it's something like. Let's see, one, two, three. I think five. Oh my gosh! I never even really had it. Yeah, he, he won it, and I don't think it even ever went to him. Yeah. But Malcolm built it in Texas. He had to haul it up to to uh, Wisconsin, and then it, I think it went back to Texas, and then it went to Pennsylvania, and then it went to Cleveland, then it went to California. <laughs> Yeah, it's still in California, yeah. but it's preserved now. Yeah, but the last three stops were because of what you've done, you know. So I'd like to say that yeah. good part of it was. I mean, yeah. one thing Charlie did, which is which it needed desperately. I never worked on the track. The right. track. Malcolm was a photographer. Right. He made great scenes. He was not a track player, right? right. Um, and so the track desperately needed work. It was it was hard to get anything around the track, yeah. and. And Charlie redid all of it. Um, DCC made it so it functions properly. Sweet, uh, but it doesn't run anymore. It uh, doesn't run because they have it in a plexiglass blocks. Right, yeah. right. You can't even take good pictures of it because there's plexiglass. Uh, what a shame! First time I saw that, I was just crushed. Yeah, I have 
seen it. I haven't seen it personally there. I've been by there and thought, oh, I'm going to stop. Yeah. But, um, and you said that's at the NMRE headquarters, or no, no, uh, no. It's not in Chattanooga. It's in um, it's oh. at the, the the California Railroad Museum in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Cal- uh, you would have- think you would think that they'd want to get it running again. You know, they have a bunch of a bunch of layouts there, famous layouts um, that they they've been able to get a hold of, which is great. Yeah. Um, but they're protected because you know, think about it. You have the general public there. They're not even yeah, right. all the railroaders. They have to protect it somehow. I just True. wish it's a different way to protect it. Yeah, you know? um, it really is sad seeing it kind of like in this like plastic tomb almost. It's kind of yeah. morbid, but yeah. it's, it's kind of true when you see it. Um, but anyway, um, you know, so well, I gotta cover that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, totally. We covered that, but uh, um, you know, just say that Malcolm was is my favorite model builder uh, because of the artistic nature of what he did right you know um and then he became you know one of the and we don't know it as model railroaders but he became one of the most famous contemporary united states american artists of our time. Yeah, I looked him up um, the other day, and like his history and thumbprint on everything, from uh-huh. music to art to model railroading, is is wide. Like he he didn't just he kind of bounced around a little with what he his talents were. If you if you look at the list of people, famous people that have his original artwork, you had both both George Bushes had his artwork hanging in the White House. Wow. I mean, that's some there's something to be said yeah. about that. Yeah. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, you don't you know? get you don't get your art you don't get uh your work in there if, if no one uh no one appreciates or knows who you Oprah are. has a piece of his artwork, right? Again. Yeah. Another yeah. artist situation where we were talking about where we're not as artist people, we're not satisfied with just sticking to one uh, one particular <laughs> form of art and uh one particular medium uh yeah. we have to we have to try different things to satisfy or to yeah to to you know pacify us yeah and uh yeah, yeah. and uh, he, awesome <laughs> he was a you know? musician he made made film sets for disney worked for kodak and made photography ads for kodak crazy he, uh, just insane yeah insane. yeah yeah. Now, what else you got going on? You said something about some other layouts that you have. So what's up with that? Well, that's the that's the the uh, Sundance Central. Okay. Yeah. Know. That's a, it's a pretty big deal layout by itself. You know. Right. Now uh, the, uh, at the Sundance at the Sundance Museum or yeah. at the at the center. What happened to the other displays? Did they? Okay. Because there were some really cool displays in there. I think. Um, um, how Reynolds had he's, yep. he was a part of that. I think he had some stuff there as well. What, what happened to all those displays? So a lot of them got parceled out. Now I wish I would have known because they had one there that I love. It's called a Muskrat Ramble. Okay. Um, and it was a swamp, uh, Owen Thirty swamp layout. I saw that. I've seen that one. Yep. Really, really cool artistic piece. And it, it actually, I I talked to Dave right after he sold it. 
Um, uh, and otherwise, I could have ended up with it. I would have yeah. found a place to put that. Sure. Uh, but he, he basically he was able to sell uh, okay. or donate most of them. Uh, a lot of the, I think a lot of the military dioramas, which once again he had military dioramas there that were made by this Italian artist who is one of the best in the world. Okay. I mean, Dave did not skimp when he wanted something that was very high end, and if he liked it, he will, yeah. you know, acquire it. Yep. And the artwork or the the models there, he had fantastic. He had he had uh, some of. Uh, Brian Nolan's stuff there. Of course, mm-hmm. he kept that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of it got distributed around. Um, oh, that's I, good. That's good. He, he had, and I don't think anybody ever, ever understood, but he also had, which I at one time had sold Dave. I acquired, sold Dave, and then now have it back. Um, George Lucas's actual editing table that he edited the empire strikes back and return of the jedi oh my gosh oh man the actual thing with his name patent his name plates on the editor i was actually meeting with a guy today a friend of mine who who worked on the the prequel movies yeah um he's donating a bunch of stuff to the george lucas museum in los angeles so i'm going to be talking to them but yeah, the the uh, on Disney Plus they have the Industrial Light and Magic series talking about the the models and everything, and throughout that whole series he's sitting in front of the editor that I own um, that used to be there, and so that to me is huge because it is a piece of movie, I mean yeah. pop culture history. Yeah, you know that's that's wow. really cool. I love that. You know, you know the good thing about about the. the Thank God that Dave was responsible for all that and found the homes he did for. Because he is a person that would have taken them and put them in the places they needed to go. He would have not allowed these pieces. There were so many awesome ones there. And and, and I'm only going by the photos and things that I've seen of it all. And. But he would not have ever allowed those things to go to somewhere where they wouldn't be used or appreciated or seen again. Right. Oh. and, no, he, and that he, is awesome. He had those because he loves them. Yeah. I mean, it's they, yeah. they, they mean everything. I mean, he yeah. he is a if there's ever if if you can equate the art world with the model building world at all and collecting yeah. the pinnacle of you know like owning a mo, uh, you know owning a like a I don't know a, a Monet or you know yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Virgo. We got work in the art world. And they can't think of any, you know, like right. having like yeah. a, a Picasso or something like right. that. Right. Um, that's basically what he was collecting. Yeah. It was the and, highest end of the highest end stuff. And so. what was cool, we did the show with them. Yeah. We they had us on, and we were like live, and we were all being able to see each other, like you and I are right now. Mm-hmm. But it was a live video show they posted, and and we, you know, it was neat. It was special to me because we're seeing they were all gathered in one room. Yeah. There was like six of them, and yeah. they were, and every one of them were these guys, you know, they yeah. were those modelers. And yeah. I'm like, and they were talking to us and asking us questions about our shit, you know. And I was like, oh. and they were, and they were like, I was, we were explaining things that we've done with it, and they were like, literally caring about oh. what you were telling them. 
and, yep. they, and they were asking questions, and I was like, oh my god, I'm getting asked questions. I'm getting asked a question by Dave Rebella. <laughs> you know? Holy cow! Right. Yeah, all these guys, and, yep. and, and and they were they were so cool. They were so nice. Uh, it, it 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 was as it was it was on the same scale for me that day <laughs> as when going into the, visit the Franklin South Manchester and standing there and talking with George. Oh. And I felt that day. I was like, wow, you know, it, it, th- those are some amazing people. They're amazing modelers. They don't do anything that isn't perfect. Oh, and yeah. um, but then they don't they're, talk they're, about it that way either. They don't. Right, you know they don't, they don't. No, they, they don't. They don't look at it the same way. That way, we all are like. They that, look at their work the same. Look at stuff and go, eh. They look at their work yeah. the same way we look at our work, where we're like, ah, oh, yeah. like, really? Oh, believe me, <laughs> done talked, that. And then other people were like, ah, it was awesome. <laughs> I, I've talked to Dave before, and you know, Dave and Brian, those guys, to me, were as far as quality of model building. Yeah. You no, know, I love Celios. I love Furlough, but man, those guys were the best. Oh, yeah. In our genre, in model railroading, in detail. Yeah. I mean, those guys. And I'd talk to Dave and be like, oh, man, I love that. And he's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's not just him, it's all of us. We all do that. No matter how good or experienced you are, you, you know, we'll, we'll make stuff. And we're not, you know, We've come a long way in our modeling, but well, I wouldn't consider our, ourselves to be amazing artists or anything. But we, when you make it, and you're going, oh, I, I kind of I like it. I'm satisfied. But then party is going, yeah, that that don't something looks stupid about that. Uh, it looks really off, or it doesn't look detailed. Time. And then you show it, or take pictures, or I'll put it up, or I'll take a video, and then people go, oh my god, and you're like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting that, man. I'm not getting that. I, I do, do it all too, the time. Sure. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get something where I go, wow, that's cool, yeah. right? Yeah. But I see yeah. stuff all the time, and I go, eh, I know I can do a lot better than that, you know? Right, right. You know? And it's not great. Well, I'll be honest with you. The coolest thing I've seen you do, one of the coolest things I've seen you do is what you described earlier when you had that rail car, had all the tools and stuff on it, and... That detail that you put on, you were just talking about how it's so much better to detail that size. I but, love it. Um, it. It was, I showed that to people at work, and they were like, wow, is that a real photograph? I mean, I've shown them other model stuff before, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's a model. You know? Okay, <laughs> but they saw that, and they were like, wow, that, that, I said, that's a model. Everything there is modeled. Okay, yeah, and weathered and done right and made to look real and they were like it that that could be a real photo i mean there, that was that good james there there is more of that to come from me yeah i i i love that scale i don't know yeah. what it is there's just something about it it's huge you know it's not for everybody uh but i love working in it, it there's i don't know what it is i just yeah. It's, and I, I'm not taking away from your other work. Okay? Oh no, because no, no! I know. It's all great I too, and that, I go, oh, that thing's pretty that good. That swamp thing was insane, but it was a different. It's and, and it was amazing. I love the swamp. I love everything you did with the. I wouldn't say eccentric. It was more. It was kind of eccentric, but <laughs> eclectic. Okay, eclectic. It, it was yeah. It had that, 
and and but and and it was and then that was cool in its own way, but it and it had detail. It didn't have that detail. It had it had a different detail because of the scale. Yeah, and and, and it was it, but it was, you know, and no way less impressive. It was just wow on those tools and, uh, the, and that definitely one. definitely has to do with the scale, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. make big bigger scale. You know what I like about that swamp diorama though is that I was able to use uh, best trains Brian Bollinger's shacks, right? Yeah, and oh. they're like shacks from West Virginia or something yeah. like that. Made them in swamp shacks. I, yeah, I, I really really enjoyed it. He's so got some really cool stuff. Yeah, it's all based on real stuff, so it's yeah. really neat. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. got some, and you know the Vitero stains. We've talked about them before, mm-hmm. but man. Yeah. Those are so good. You know, at, at the Springfield show, I was doing a demo in his I got to try them. I haven't tried them. Oh, uh, yeah. people, I mean, it was it was a madhouse. People yeah. bought those. You know, he has his two daughters, you know, selling yeah. and they're perfect. <laughs> they're perfect salespeople. I mean, they're yeah. just the cutest things and they're great at selling and they know everything about the product, right? Yeah. You know everything about the product. But there was a line of people buying that stuff. It wow. Was, yeah, it was I'll rude. tell you what, do me a favor. Do me a favor, or anybody out there listening too can do it as well. Send me a send me a text message or, or send us a message on, on our Facebook page. Um, but mainly James here too. I want him to do it. Pick six to ten of them that you like the best. Let me know. I'll order some and I'm gonna give them a shot. You know? Cool. Uh, Brett and I will both try them out yeah. and uh, we'll order some out and, uh, I, and we'll I give them a shot. Like- I've been I, using. I, I have the hunter line stains. I got a pile of them things. I like them too. They're they're oh, very man. good. It's, and and you know Rick and Maureen are awesome people. But yeah. it's uh, uh yeah. I want to try. I want you know you know how we are. We look, we try every freaking. Yeah, thing. yeah. There's a squirrel. Go over there. There's a squirrel over there. Yeah. Yep. You just gotta <laughs> make got some, sure that you have something to hold your bottle. Right. Yeah. This is whiskey flask bottles. Yeah. If you yeah. move your arm wrong, yeah. you're gonna knock those things. I spilled one of the. I spilled one of the uh, the the hunter line stains and and I've done that and it's a hell. It's, it's heartbreaking too. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's not cheap stuff. So yeah. you know, spill it. But yep. Yep. yeah. So yeah, send, me, send me a send me a, te- a text with some of the ones you like the most and I'm going to order them and we'll give them a shot. Yeah, aged yeah. barnwood, buddy. Aged barnwood. Yeah. Yeah, okay. H. Barnwood. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I give you a list. There's there, there's definitely the the more popular ones. Right. But they're very. I use it for everything from yeah. rusting, yeah. rusting metal. You know, a lot of my rust is done with his stains. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So cool, man. So I, yeah. So I guess, uh, I've been doing a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, kind of all busy. over the place. I, I am. I'm also doing a, a a video series with a group called the Stan Winston School, um, which if anybody that's into movies at all, if you ever really were into Terminator or Predator or Jurassic Park, Stan Winston was yep. the genius behind the effects in those movies. Right. He passed away in 2009 and his son started a, a basically a school to teach people how to do those type of things. Huh. Right. Um, and I'm now one of the instructors. Um, and I'm, I'm working with uh, a gentleman by the name of Fawn Davis, who used to work at Lucasfilm, uh, Industrial Light and Magic. And uh, we're doing a series on um, basically building a, a, a 
container ship that has a uh, it's going to have an octopus attacking it and how you would do it in the real world right not yeah we can make a model and do every little detail but if you want to make it for film production yeah. how do you make it fast right and, and replicatable so um yeah it's pretty pretty fun project but uh, oh that's cool i'm really enjoying cool it. yeah yeah it's very cool and so you're teaching the class on that yeah, so it's a video class, right? So okay. we record it, and it's a, a four-part series, and uh, you know, we record all the different steps on how we go through everything. Uh, but it, it, the, the class it includes everything from bidding a project, and this is for artists that want to be in the, I guess you could say the, uh, maybe the film industry or want to sell their art. It goes from bidding the project because artists are notorious for underselling themselves mm-hmm. and not charging, yeah. right? And always getting beat up by the people that say, oh, well, my kid could do that or whatever, <laughs> you know? So starting with that all the way to, you know, actually having filming the final final piece. So, um, yeah, really enjoyable for me. Uh, I just, Sweet. you know, for from a kid from Ohio yeah. you know, who wasn't around anything, film or television, and, and being able to work That's in it. That's right. You're from Ohio. That's that's why you've seen all that Frank Lloyd Wright shit from out yeah. Pittsburgh area. That's supposed to be quick. Yeah. 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 Yep. I'm a little slow. I'm a little slow. I, I know that, and that's okay. He catches around. He comes around eventually. <laughs> he, does. he does. He picks up on it eventually. Uh, um, but, yeah, so so doing that and you know, just really working like a madman, um, it's it's – a lot of fun. Love doing it, but it's all about being. For me, it's about being creative and being able to do things that make things that aren't out there that don't exist. Yeah, and yeah. you know, standing back and going, "Oh wow, I made that. That's really neat." <laughs> <laughs> and if some people like it, that's cool. If they don't, eh, it's cool too. It's fine. Yeah, you learn quick to just brush off the people that don't, and then you cate you you cater towards the people that you seem you you find that like that. I I will say, like we were talking before, like you know that we do model railroading because it's there's so many different facets right and and you can you can maybe be like oh you know maybe for these couple months i'll really be doing i'll be into buildings but then i got into i was scratch building turnouts because you you don't really buy them in hon 30 you know so scratch building turnouts and oh no i want to do wiring or i want to do scenery or you know and I think that's why we're all into it because we can yeah. do all those different things and, right. and jump around and and you can take those things that you do and your with your job with yeah. your with your profession you can throw so much into it. I mean, it, it, different things that we wouldn't probably think because we don't work in your world. Um, and, but you know, but the cool thing is that you have that outlet that you're doing, and you have the outlet of of your work. But then you also have, which is on the creative side all the time too. Sure. But then you have, you know, you have this project in your backyard. And for all of us, I think we do the same thing. I, I we do the modeling and the model railroading thing that we're doing. But then I have the military modeling thing. I just bought a stack of military I modeling saw crap for like 20 bucks <laughs> yeah. on a Facebook marketplace for 20 bucks. Some guy was some old retired guy. He had a stack of this stuff. And I jumped on it that day. I said, when can I get, when can I meet you? He said, you have to call to my house and pick it up. I was like, I'll be there. I'll be there. Just give me the address. So it's 20 cool. bucks. Right. So, so I, I, I'm going to, I want to do some more of that. I want to do some dioramas with that. Um, 
and uh, and I want to create. Now that I've done some of that diorama work, I worked on that uh, with with the uh, the waterfall and all that. Uh-huh. I want to kind of instead of buying a diorama kit to make the base and all, I want to make my own shit. You know, my, yeah, own, base, sure. my own thing, right? Yep. I want to try and design it myself with the foam and all. But not only that, then I bought this thing for my granddaughter. Oh my god! I saw that. Hobby Lobby. Uh, I, I was at Hobby Lobby. I was like, you yeah. know, they're coming over this weekend. It'll be great. You know, well, they're, they're going to be here. I'm going to pick it up. I saw them a couple other times. They're on sale. We're going to grab this. And it's. I didn't look at the box. It said 14 and under. And they're eight and five. And I had them there for about 10 minutes. And they uh-huh. were like, I had them with a brush. And they were putting glue on the back of the paper that sticks onto the, wo- the, the wood wall things. Right. And I want. I wanted them to glue it, but not get on the other side. So I'm holding it still while they're gluing it. Then they handed it to me, and I'm sticking it on the wood on the wood board, and then um, and then I put it on because I didn't want them. I want bubbles in it, and all right, that right, stuff, right? I wanted it to look nice for them. And then they're there with me, and I'm trying to read the directions. <sighs> it's a nightmare uh, because they look <laughs> like this. I'm going to show you because we can see each other right now. All right, right, but right. all their directions are like this. Right. And they don't have any. There's no words. Words <laughs> every day. Okay? So I'm trying to figure out what these you damn hands things. are doing. Right. Right. I've got to make the freaking plants. Okay. <laughs> yes. So out of the material, anyhow, it's like origami. I'm like, there's no way in hell a fourteen, uh, eight-year-old. I don't even think a fourteen-year-old is going to do some of this stuff. Yeah. Right. And um, and I was having fun with it, mm-hmm. but then the girls are there and they're like. That one disappeared. The five-year-old yeah. disappeared in three <laughs> minutes, yeah. right? And then, and then the eight-year-old was with me for a little while, and she was like, "Pappy, this is boring." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm going in with Grandma to the other room. I was like, "Okay." So, yeah. and I'm there at the table for the next forty-five minutes doing my own shit, right? Sure. But, but um, and now I'm kind of having fun with this, and I'm going to try and do it a little different than what. It, Directions yeah. hard, add some of my own stuff to it. Yep. But it, 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 it's something simple and stupid. It was for kids, and now I'm sitting here going, "How can I, how can I jack this thing up, man?" There's, there, you know? yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that take those kind of things and they make like it, it's a very popular genre to turn them into like haunted things. Yeah. Um, where they'll make like the wallpaper and they'll have it ripping on the walls, and yeah. but then all of a sudden it becomes something unique. And the people that are into that, and there's thousands of people into that genre. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll go, oh, yes, you know, yeah. can you see that? Yeah, there's a there's a buddy of uh, Jason and I. His name is uh, God. I can't think. Javier. He's out of Spain. Okay. And he started doing that, and now he sells all this stuff in the U.S. He huh. sell he makes dioramas, builds them, sells them in the U.S. Just because they have like this little hint of hauntedness or something yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a whole genre that we don't even think about as model railroaders yeah. that people really enjoy that stuff yeah one, take- of the I've, one of the things i've been seeing on on like on instagram a lot on instagram uh-huh. um is these modelers i'm trying to think of some of the names of the guys there's so many of them there's a guy amazing they make just walls yep. it's just a wall you hang it on your wall or it's in a yep. joshua is it joshua smith street artist Oh my yeah, God! It's that's stuff. one of them. That's amazing. Yeah. That's one. He's his is real 3D. It's got like foam booze and yep. storefronts that you can see deep into. It's I'm insane. talking about just a wall. Oh yeah, of a building, and yeah. it's it's got some signage on it and stuff. 
and then it's in a frame, and you can just hang it on your wall. And I, I want to do that. I, I want to try that. A good yep. friend of mine out of Fresno, his name is Chris Raley. He has a, an Instagram called Route9Signs, mm -hmm. the letter 9. He makes replicas of – they're scale model replicas of a lot of, like, neon signs, old uh, Route 66-type signs. And it is really popular. Wow. Uh, but he got into weathering, and so, you know, Ammo got him some, some yeah. stuff to weather with and whatnot. Um, but he makes them realistic. So he'll bring them to the actual place where the real sign is. A lot of them are Nevada, Southern California, and they'll hold them up in front of the sign and then move his out of the way. And you'll see the real sign and it's they're dead on usually. Wow. Yeah. It's he's a, he's become actually good friends with Dave Meek. Right. Oh, okay. oh yeah. 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 So um, Dave's another one. Oh, my God. Yeah. What an amazing piece of work he, he, he has on his, at his house. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that thing's that, insane. That have you been there? Uh, no, no, oh, I've not. Man. I, I was there this past year. Yeah. Wow, is it cool? Oh, it yeah. is. Jake, Jake tells me about it all the time. Oh yeah, my it god, is, it is cool. It's and it's when him and Jake are together, it's hilarious. No, yeah, it is. Oh, they're they're great. They're great. They're. But uh, that wall thing yeah. I was telling you about, uh, we already do it when we build yeah. these buildings. Yeah. I work on one wall at a time till it's complete the way I want it. Mm -hmm. This way, I could do a larger scale wall. Yeah, just one wall. Yep. I could put all my focus and detail on that one wall, and jazz it out, you know, yep. and make it look that real. And then just put it in a frame. Have you, you know? have you ever seen the doors that I play with? I make the yeah, little, those two are amazing. Those are the Hobby Lobby dollhouse doors. Oh no, Kenya! So they're hanging right beside that diorama kit that you bought. Yeah, right? yeah. and. I just take them and I modify them a little bit and I, I paint them up and I want to hang all those in the shadow box. Yeah. Just yeah, because I think about. that would be a cool piece of art. That's me. And it's, it's not like a model railroad. It's something that you, even the people that aren't into models, yeah, they'll see that and go, Oh, that's really cool. You know? Yep. So yeah. I love model railroad. Yeah. You do too. Yeah. We all do. Brett loves it. That's, but I want to do, I want to do more than that. Yep. I want to do other things besides that. And I right. think it helps with everything else that we do, mm -hmm. you know, just, with, when we get back to it, you know. I don't want deal. to leave it. I just want to do more. You you take a World War II vehicle, right, and you build it. I made a Normandy scene, right, Yeah. in, in 135th scale. And you build and make one of those um, snorkel tanks or, you know, Sherman – I'll tell you what, when you're researching that, I love World War II history. I'm just yeah, me too. love it, huge into it, you know. Um, but being able, like you're talking about, doing a little diorama. Now, you know, as model railroaders, we're, we kind of we just create our own little thing, right? But being able to go back into history and recreate kind of a scene. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's fun. I mean, that yeah. is, there's something about that. But it, it all helps out our model railroading, no sure. doubt about it. Well, and then sure. the nice Every thing day. about what you, you said, James, you're creating a scene, but then what you're doing is, like, I have it at my desk at work, is you're, mm -hmm. we, we like World War history, we like just American history, and yeah. and what you're doing is you're bringing a piece of that, like, into your daily life, so you're not only creating yes. art, but you're learning about history, because when I did mine, 
and I know when dad, my dad did his, I'm sure you're the same way. Like I did that. I did a tank diorama and then I yeah. wondered why that star was on the side of that tank. And then I looked it up right. and then I realized that there's some of the tanks had a black star. And then I'm like, well, why do they have black star? And then I start going down these rabbit holes in history of nothing, nothing to do with modeling. I'm just like fascinated with that now. And I, and I just try to yeah. learn more. Well, it's, it's all part of, like I say, model railroading for me ever since I was a little kid, it is, it is why I'm in the business I'm in. It is why I work for theme parks. I work for film and television. Yep. It is why model railroad, right? right? It is why in 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 grammar school, grade school, I was very interested in science. Um, some of the things we learned about in physics, I learned initially through model railroading, mm-hmm. right? There's so many facets of it, but even as adults when we're into things that maybe people consider dry, like World War II history or Civil War or whatever, it all ties together because no matter what we're doing, we're either recreating a fantasy world yep. or something that was or could have had, could have been, right? And it's all part of the story. Yeah. And that's what we're creating. Yeah. But we want to be involved in it, and that's why we do this. Yep. And there is something to be said for the people that are doing this type of thing. Mm-hmm. It It is a, well, you know, they, they ran for a number of years. They ran the world's greatest hobby, right? And, and they called it the, world, the world's greatest hobby. And it was an NMRA thing and Mal Railroader did it and all that. There's not a lot of other hobbies that encompass, touch on pretty much everything, yeah. right? You know? There really isn't. Right. And, and um, yeah, I'm very, very thankful for that damn Malcolm Furlow video <laughs> I saw when I was about 11 years old. Yeah. You know, but uh, definitely. That's amazing. So, it is amazing. So let's let's change tracks here because it's getting late. It's almost midnight here. Yeah, we're um, going to wrap it up. What, soon, what do you got? You get some barbecue. Yeah, you got to get barbecue. <laughs> Let's wrap it up with um, what do you have like what what's next on your plans here and then we'll we'll wind it on that. Okay, I'm gonna finish my patio. Got to get the thatch roof on, the electrical in it. Yeah, put a big fan in there and finish that up. What am I gonna do next? Uh, I I did recently just start working on the very top part of the uh, dirt spot layout. Okay, um, so I've started putting in some more buildings in there. I'm also I've committed to bringing my original dirt spot layout, the ON30 layout, to um, Gary Beatty's. He has, and it's kind of grown over the past couple of years. He has this thing called a mini festa. It's in um, Riverside, California, and Dave Meek goes there. Jake Johnson goes there. Uh, basically, people that have funky ON30 layouts, little ones, they bring them there. And all the guys get together and they check out the layouts and, huh. you know, shoot the shit. And, it's like you know, a car meet, so, but for modelers. Basically, yeah. But it's like in his garage. Huh. He needs some of that over here on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But he's going to have like 12 layouts there or something. Dang. Wow. Yeah. And it's just every, these people are just getting into it. Chris Raley, the guy from Route 9 Signs, he's, he's yeah. coming. He's going to bring some of his signs, you know. So I could see this really becoming a thing. Wow. Um, but so I'm going to go to that. That's in May. 
and that that should be fun. But um, probably the next things I'm going to that are going to be major are starting some uh, more uh, F scale stuff okay. and doing some more stuff for the uh, Sundance Central. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's. that's and and what are you guys doing? I know you're where you've been working Boy. on the waterfront and well on the layout. We, uh, I don't ever see we, Brett. We added that layout. waterfall section <laughs> we did with the uh was that that's the uh Atlas Gorge thing. Mm-hmm. We did the Atlas Gorge. And I and I built it beautiful diorama, by the way. I built it pardon me? I said beautiful diorama, oh, by the way. Thank you. Really I, and, nice. And, and I had a lot of fun with it. I truly did, because it, it brought me back on doing something so big, I, it brought me back to the landscaping and the, the, the scenery work and, that I hadn't done in a while. It's been pretty much a lot of building stuff. And it, it's tough for me to do the scenery as much because when I go down to Brett's and we work on the layout, I, I get down there on a weekend and we don't do it every weekend, but you know, I'm there for you know, five, six, seven hours. But right. you, know, you, you, you it's not like it's there every night for me. Right, know? exactly. So this was neat. I could have built it here, and we took it there and lowered it and put it in the spot, which yep. was really cool. Um, but now, so we did that, and now we're going to build on the back. The one side goes up real high, mm-hmm. and we're on, on the one right side. And I'm going to go downhill to a section we haven't even done yet, and we're going right. to connect to it. So that's the new thing on my end of the layout. And then Brett's working – a different section where he just did some water. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So a low tide kind of water. Right, well, now right, I'm yeah, doing yeah, a, yeah. a retention yeah. pond. Yeah. Yeah. The retention pond from yeah. the city. Uh, but cool. so I'm kind of like jumping around. So I got some small builds I'm working on. Just I got like four. I don't know. Not forty. That was an over exaggeration. Probably have <laughs> twenty kid of the month yeah. club kits I got to work on, and I'm gonna. Okay. bash a bunch together and I'm going to put them down in this little gully we have in the center of our town okay. uh, but I'm kind of working on my retention pond area and then I'm going to do like a square foot at a time out from there so I'm just going to I focus okay. on that section now my work speed is a little slower just because you know I got kids we're doing yep. a million things with their sports and all that and work and but uh you know, I'm chipping away at it. I'm I'm working on this retention pond. I'm gonna do, uh, I'm gonna do the center part of the town, mm-hmm. basically where I have the terminal kit uh, from a couple of years ago from uh, Foscale Models. I'm gonna work out from there up to uh, like like straight across the center, basically to cut the layout in half. And then I'm gonna work south, and that doesn't mean anything to you, but down towards my end where my dad's not really heavily involved. It's more right yeah. industrial side. That, that's we kinda, both kind of had the scenery bug right now. Yeah. So we're, yeah. I think we were all on the buildings, buildings, buildings. Yeah. But now that we've done some scenery stuff and we're kind of in that mode, so now I got the scenery thing in my head. Yeah. And, and it's actually and we're to that point anyways. It's actually pretty cool, James, because like my my dad's do done a lot of seaside and and mm-hmm. uh, larger buildings because you know he's got a little bit different time on his hands. And sure. I've been filling it in with a lot of smaller, uh, you know, your medium to smaller size kits. Yeah, things and you can complete. In, in, I, I in can do it in a weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Then, and then 
what's cool though is our styles aren't drastically different but i'm doing all pretty much industrial smaller like civic and industrial buildings and yeah, my dad's yeah. working on you know these larger more complex things but when Bills they when we mash them together it's kind of neat because i have my southern end of the city basically that's all industrial slash fishing town and the center city north to where my dad's working is more um i don't know what you would call that yeah it's like the downtown urban section so yeah okay sure i'm doing a lot of i'm doing a lot of industrial factory slash fishing industry and my dad's doing the town and north of that to like the like the bay area that that's now have you yet and i haven't heard you had at one time talked about maybe moving. No, we're gonna. You... We're not gonna move from our property. Um, okay. But we will. My my wife and I will probably be building here at some point. Um, on, on your property. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, good. We have a a small small house, but a good sized yard, a good sized piece of land that we can build on, and we have a couple plans. But it's a long story. We went for a construction loan in 2021. This time, mm-hmm. two years ago. And uh, that was before everything shot up in price for lumber. Yeah. Oh, God. So so we got approved to be able to build, you know, what we wanted, basically. And then we're told, like, oh, well, you're only going to be able to build, like, 30% of the size of house that you want. So yeah. when, then we waited because we're like, well, we'll wait a year. And then, of mm-hmm. course, interest shot up. So now we're just stuck in this weird, like, flux period of when we want to pull yeah. the, when yeah, we pull the trigger. Permitted- a permitted design that you can't do anything with because <laughs> lumber is too expensive or the interest rates are sky Yeah, low. we just yeah. kind of paused it, and now we're just, you know, well, well we just got to pick our poison and, and figure that out. But the good thing is I have room to build um, one of two options. I can either build off the back of our current house and live where we are now and then tear down the smaller. It's a, it, We're not keeping it. Um, or... I can put the other option, which I like better because it gives me a place to put all my toys, is off the backside of my driveway, put a, like a pole barn type building. Oh, right. Okay. And then move the layout and, and contents of the house into that while we tear this down and kind build. Kind of like your she shed. Yeah, yeah she shed. Right. I can build yeah. myself a she shed. <laughs> and, and you can move the layout out of your basement, right? Yeah, my basement is on a hill. So the right, end, the, I have a garage on the end of my basement, which is actually nice, right. but um, right. it is movable without te- too much destruction. So you know we have it so we it. can break it apart in sections. I, I, I think it's exciting that you might actually be able to get heat for the layout. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I like the pole barn option because I can buy like a, uh, a little waste oil heater or something like that yeah. and keep yeah. it in the pole barn. Um, like a little shop heater, and then to work down there to and then I can keep my base. Oh man, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, and then I can just insulate. I don't have to insulate it right away, but when we have everything moved out of that, when we're done constructing, then we can insulate that and have a. I can have my 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 man shed, uh, put my tools and my mower and everything in there, um, not junk up the basement with all this stuff. So that's one thing with working in the garage, man. It's like it's either ninety eight <laughs> in there, and I'm dripping sweat. Or it's like, no, you guys are going to laugh, but it's like 50. <laughs> and, you know, I got to have a little heater under the table, you know? There's a very small window when it's nice. I think nice. the coldest it got down here this year was uh, that week of Christmas, Dad, when it got to like negative uh, four. And then oh, my, yeah. my, my. Negative four. 
Well, the not inside. Not in the basement. The basement was like the basement got down to because the the end with the garage door is not. I mean, it's insulated, but it's not like it's a wood door. It's a heavy door. It's not like aluminum, but it still got down to like 15 in my basement. I'm like, I'm not working down there this week. I'm just not going down. Yeah. That's so so bad for your track, and it just uh, uh, well, and, and it's weird because the rest of the world does their modeling. Uh, they do the most modeling in the wintertime, right? Yep. For their layouts, they get yep. most of their work done. The, we get most of our work done between between May April and October. Until October. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would say I I should say it didn't it didn't get down to 15 in the back end of the basement because it is underground so it was it was in the 50s but still it's cold. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not it's not fun. I mean your fingers get cold. I can see my breath. Yeah. Concrete floors, man. I'm I'm 58 years old, man. Walking on concrete floors. Wow. Heck yeah. At the end of the day, I come back. I'm I'm here next morning. I'm waking up on like I go there on Sunday and Monday. I wake up. To go to work, and I feel like a tin man. I can't, I can't move things, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm in good. I'm in pretty good shape, and I, and I'm like, man, that's a, yeah, cold affects me a lot different as we get older. Is it? But yeah, geez, sure, sure, you know, yeah, so, yep. So anyway, that's we're a plan. Wrap it up a little bit here. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and we got to let you get you some food. Get yourself I, some yeah. barbecue. I'm starving. They're it's probably almost, closed now. Uh, that's what it is. Alrighty, I can afford to lose a pound or two. <laughs> Alrighty, well, well, thank you, James. It's great having you on. Thank you very much. We're gonna do. We'll get together again and do this because it, you're. It's so great talking to you because we get we we get on all these great tangents, and uh, it's gonna yeah. be awesome. To talk yeah, to thank you. you guys. I really, I of course, I really enjoy coming on. So you know, yeah. we'll talk soon. Sounds good. It. All right, guys. All right, thanks. See you, buddy. Have a good night.